0: From ABC7, this is Game Time with Coach McVeigh. The Los Angeles Rams take their three-game winning streak to Baltimore to face the Ravens. Hi, everyone. This is Kirk Sandoval with ABC7 Los Angeles. This week on Game Time with Coach McVeigh, we're talking about the Rams' big win against the Browns and now facing Lamar Jackson and former teammate OBJ. You'll also want to check out the video version of my interview with the Rams coaches Saturday nights at 1145 Pacific on ABC7 Los Angeles and on our streaming channel. Welcome everyone to Game Time with Coach McVay. Week 14 already. can't believe that. NFL used to only be 14 weeks. That was a long time ago. That's me as a kid. Week 13 for you guys. But I want to talk about what was your big takeaway about a great win against a great defense in, yeah, in the Yeah, my big
1: takeaway was playing as a team and being able to finish the game in the crunch time moments. I thought, uh, you know, one of my favorite sequences of the game was we're up 20-19, to 19, we've got to punt the ball away after we get the penalty where Puka Nakua ends up going 45 on the jet sweep. So we end up, they, they call it back for a holding. So then we end up punting it away at 20-19. to 19. Great job by Ethan Evans in the punt unit to be able to flip the field. Very first play, John Johnson makes an interception. Yeah. And he did a great job getting the return in plus territory. And then a few plays later, you end up hitting Cooper Cup to go up eight points. And then on the very next sequence, Rush East gets a pass breakup on fourth down. And then a few plays later, Kyron Williams is punching it in, and that basically seals the game. But yeah. I just thought there were so many great examples of finishing a game. And you've seen us do that the last three weeks. Um, and you got to be able to do that, especially against a great team that we play this week. But that was probably, you know, you talk about just identifying those knockout opportunities. I thought our guys did that and delivered in a big way.
0: There, there's so many things that I see as an outsider where the confidence is oozing out of this team. And admittedly, I could be the candidate for president of the Matthew Stafford fan club before. That's a good thing.
1: You got, he's got a lot of presidents. Right? And, yes.
0: And I want the, the play to Puka, I, a little setup on this. Because I asked Matthew about it, I said, "When you audibleize and kind of went deep on that," he goes, "Yeah, it was a run." And I'm like, "So now I'm in the sports office with our weather guy, and we're looking at his eyes. Tell me, this is amazing." Yeah. So if you pause it
1: real quick before you even play it out, I mean, he had already, you know, we were underneath the center. We had a three by one run with a motion called. He recognized this. They gave him this. You know, they gave him a very similar, not exactly, but the similar pressure on the very first drive of the game where he hit Puka Nakua on a little hitch route to the uh, short field. He recognized it the next time. He ended up being able to get the protection straightened up the way that we wanted, and then he ended up being able to get Puka running vertical with a good matchup that, uh, you know, that he felt great about, we felt good about, and then what a throw and catch, right. and then the finish. Uh, he's rolling there he- healthily <laughs> over 21 <laughs> miles an hour right there. Uh, But, you know, Matthew, I mean, sometimes, like I had mentioned to you guys, you're saying, well, what the hell am I supposed to do? He's doing (laughs) playing quarterback. He's coming up with play ideas. He's checking to the right stuff after he recognizes it. And that's where you just say, man, uh, if you don't think you're a better coach when you've got great players like him, then you're kidding yourself. And so these guys did an awesome job. And then a nice spike by Kevin Dotson Right. right there to be able to finish it, but this was uh, this was truly incredible, and the work that's put in in terms of his film study, his ability to recognize it, then the other guys to be able to recognize, you know, what is he asking of them responsibility wise, and then him and Puka to connect. I mean, you look at where this throw is because Taki Taki's doing a hell of a job, yeah. and then he's running away from people on the finish for seventy yard touchdown, and
0: that's sweet, man. I, I'm I'm so glad to hear you use the word that's incredible from my vantage point where I sit in the press box, and a row of people in the press went, whoa, on the throw, because it's a laser, it wasn't lofted, it was perfectly over it was the perfect his head.
1: trajectory. And then, yes. like, the, the things too that make, like, that these great players do, like what Puka did, is you could see he was late with his hands. You know, he was really late with his hands, so that you can't, you know, when you're playing blind to the football, the only thing you have is when a guy goes to, you know, go for the football to be able to play it. So you got to play it blind. And his ability to have a great throw and then late hands it, um, you know, prevented him from even being able to yeah. get his hands up. And, like, there's just so many subtle intricacies. And, yep. It's what you love about football but that play speaks to the value and the stud in so many senses you know in so many ways that matthew stafford is
0: that was great and honestly that's one of the just i love this about this sport and getting to talk to you breaking this down the other thing i want to ask you is with puka he he sets the record for uh most yards by a rookie he's now over a thousand and when he was asked about it in the locker room he's like I'm just so amazed I get to come into my meeting and say good morning to Cooper Cup and to Matthew Stafford. He's really stayed hungry and humble, it seems through this process? And and how have you seen Cooper help him develop? Just because of
1: the way Cooper is, you know, the way he pours into, you know, not exclusively Puka, but everybody. And mm. he's got such great command and ownership. He's played at such a high level for so long. So he's got such great credibility. Um, but those two guys in particular, you know, and really our leadership as a whole, because you'll hear Puka talk about Tyler Higbee as well. Um, but when you look at Matthew and Cooper and their ability, you know, I think what the great ones do is they make others around them better. And that is exactly what both those guys do um puka is such a humble hard-working guy and really even from the very first game where he had a bunch of success yeah. against seattle um, he has just stayed so so steady and so consistent and a lot of the great things that you know he does are oftentimes you know without the ball and yeah. you, you see him making plays he obviously impacted the game as a runner um, with a big 31 yard carry that he had and potentially another 45 yarder that i mentioned earlier that he got called <laughs> back but he is uh He's a great football player, but he's an even more impressive person.
0: No doubt uh, with his
1: humility and, like I've mentioned, time in and time out, I know his family's proud of him, and, yeah. and uh, they've done a great job raising him.
0: In, in the uh, NFL's my cause, my cleats. He wore cleats to support the diabetes foundation he'd lost his father yep. when he was very young to diabetes speaking of the wide receivers demarcus robinson had a touchdown as well um and he seems to be getting a lot more touches and targets is that how is that evolution unfolding you know i think we're at our
1: best when the ball gets spread around and eric yarber and jake Peets and, and kj black have done such a good job with that receiving group as a whole but it was awesome to see demarcus maximize some of his opportunities that he had i thought he had he had four catches three of them ended up being huge for us and yeah. Yeah. And the second and 20 catch where he has the outbreaking route where Matthew does a great job of being able to manip- manipulate the coverage there was a huge play for us where we were behind the sticks. He caps off that drive with a touchdown. And then really once we ended up getting the second stop that Rush East had on the very first play, he catches a crossing route off of a bootleg that ended up being huge. Gives us a first down and, and then it ultimately sets up Kyron's final touchdown of the game. But um, he was awesome. He did a great job. And then I thought he did some really good things without the ball in the run game as well.
0: You, you mentioned uh, he manipulated the the route. I mean Matthew, and I know I'm I'm seeing his praise a lot, but I just don't see that as much in the NFL to the degree Matthew does it, where receivers here and he purposely. Is, yeah, my miss- he's, he's
1: got such great ownership you know he what he's able to do is he understands the intent of what we're trying to do in terms of how the field is going to be dispersed and, and where we're getting our five eligibles and ultimately okay what coverage am I seeing and then which zoning or man defender do I want to try to move or manipulate to open up where I want to be able to throw with the football and you know, it's one thing to know look somebody. It's another thing to actually move a defender where you want to open up another route, uh, based on your understanding of where the voids and vacancies can be in these coverages, and um, and where we're trying to replace them with our eligibles. And I mean, he makes you know he makes solid football plays so much better because of that ownership yeah. um, and his ability to be able to have a great feel for the intent of each of these plays and the play calls.
0: That's great insight, Sean. Thank you, Kyron Williams comes off that Arizona game spectacular. Now he's up against a Cleveland defense that's just stud up front, still has over 100 all-purpose yards, 88, I believe, on the ground. Um, Is he still – the run sets up the pass or is the pass set up the run? I
1: think good teams do both um, you know I don't know if it has to be one before the other mm. but I think if you really want to be good if somebody wants to commit to one or the other then you have to be able to make them pay in that other phase but what I thought was great about that game is that early on I thought you know Cleveland they, they do a great job they slowed us down being able to run the football and that's where you saw Matthew did a great job of being able to make some completions you know keep us on schedule Kyron did a great job you know with what he could control and then I thought as the game wore on um, that was when he made his presence felt particularly in the run game you know he did a great job um on the first play of the second half it was well blocked it was a great job by him being able to press it for an explosive run and then as the game ended up you know where you're in kind of those known running situations when you're in four minute mode trying to run off time um but still be able to punch it in in our case the other day um he capped it off the right way but he um you know, he's, he's a stud. Uh, there's a play, and he's like the Energizer Bunny. And when he plays, we are a better offense. It's without a doubt. And, um, and I think Royce has done an excellent job as yeah. well. But those two guys, you know, like you've seen, have been really good compliments of one another.
0: We'll be right back. Now let's get back to game time with Coach McVeigh. The other play we have, you mentioned it already, but John Johnson. Yeah. And and the other element is we forget he spent a couple of years in Cleveland. It, it fitting story. Yeah, it was line.
1: awesome. You know, he does a great job recognizing the route concept overlaps as a middle of the field player and um makes a pick right here and then you know i was like how far are we gonna go and guys did a great <laughs> job being able to get their blocks good ball security right there staying tight to himself getting the offhand cover and then to be able to get the ball inside the 25 but this is a good job of guys straining i love the way that hoyt ended up retracing his rush Laro murchison and and you could see you know john johnson made a huge play for us and um uh, this was the play of the game to me Uh, in this moment, in these circumstances and then uh, you you could see DK even wanted him to lateral it to him, I'm glad that he didn't, uh, right there, DK's calling for it, I'm I'm glad that he kept the ball and uh, and then we'll say let's run off some time and uh, this was was awesome, really happy for JJ, he's played really well for us over the last few weeks and that's
0: what I was going to follow up, I remember back in camp when you guys brought him in and and getting him back in quote football shape but he really has evolved how has he evolved back to the JJ, we remember in that first Super Bowl, right? I think hard
1: work. I think, you know, there's an element of, you know, getting yourself in. It's one thing to be in shape, it's another thing to be in football shape and to feel twitchy and explosive and like you've got your legs underneath you. And I think that he did a great job of being able to work himself back into the game shape that we know he's capable of playing at. I thought he was a great teammate uh, in the meantime to still be able to lead in his own way. And then when he got his opportunity and earned his opportunity to be on the grass more, he's delivered in a big way. And I love the way that he and Jordan Fuller have have played off of one another and done a great job with the communication as it relates to our back seven
0: last week we talked to Chris Shula we've talked to Raheem the defense is really
1: yeah I heard the show's better when the when we get those get (laughs) better ratings then
0: (laughs) I don't know about that but I will say this um the defense and you mentioned DK he's had some he had an issue off the field he lost some playing time How has because he seems outsider looking in that he's really taken that negative and made it a let's grow up positive. Is that you've accurate? You've seen it the right way
1: and a lot of that stuff has gone on behind the scenes in, term in terms of just working hard, putting yourself in a position to play more consistently, um, to have a more consistent rhythm and routine throughout the course of the week, Kurt, and, and I think that's why you've seen a lot of that stuff pay off with some really good performances. I think he's uh, he's done a good job and it's a real credit, like I've mentioned before, to Aubrey Pleasant's leadership um, and we want to just continue to ascend in the right direction and that's what he's done.
0: Alright, so you now go into Baltimore and that is a terrific defensive team. Again, yeah. could be raining, so I'll start with the weather. Did you guys practice with wet balls? Does that help? You, know, you
1: work some of those things. You can never truly simulate yeah. it, um, so it's difficult. Uh, what you have to have a feel for is contingency plans. And okay, how much does the weather really affect your ability to operate? Ball security is always at a premium, but there's different phases of the rain. The surface, our equipment guys, you know, are able to, for the most part, do a great job of keeping those balls dry. But yeah. you know, if it uh, if it alters and changes the direction that you can go with some of the plays because of that ball handling, well, then you have to be ready to adjust accordingly. And we'll certainly have that, but um, that's more in real time action because yeah. weather is a fickle thing. And right. so, you know, maybe it'll rain. Uh, we certainly have to be ready for that, um, but. Both teams have to play in those elements, and and it's really our job to make sure we do a great job of handling whatever the elements are um, in that window of time that we're allotted.
0: My colleague uh, mentioned the five touchdowns, so that's Gary Klein's uh, question, but certainly Lamar Jackson has played spectacular against the Rams. Having said that, how is he different? Is he different? Is he wiser in getting down? What are you seeing when you look at the tape? I
1: I think he's continued to get better like any player that approaches it the right way. He was a great player, you know, when we saw him last and uh, he he was in the midst of an MVP campaign that he ultimately capped off, you know, winning the MVP and they were the one seed in the AFC and um, he's a great player. He's so dangerous because of his athleticism and his ability to be able to create as a runner, but he's doing a great job of, of really being able to get through progressions. You know, you, you really see him reading and recognizing coverage, um, staying in the pocket, activating his legs when necessary. And um, anytime that you can really just be able to truly play the quarterback position, but oh, by the way, um, you're arguably one of the more instinctual runners, period. I don't care if I'm talking about the quarterback position. Now you're really, you know, in a favorable situation where you're changing the math in your favor for their offense, and you know these are great challenges for our defense.
0: I remember when you guys won there uh, two years ago in that Super Bowl uh, season. OBJ had that huge catch on fourth down to keep a drive alive. Then he catches the touchdown, and in the times I've heard Aaron Donald or Cooper Cup talk about OBJ, Matthew Stafford, they just love this dude. Yeah, and. And when OBJ was here, he he felt this was a, a franchise-changing organization for him. Then he misses all of last year. Has it surprised you that, God, this guy's still playing at a high level with two significant injuries?
1: Yeah, not really because of the respect and love and – um, appreciation I have for who he is and the things that he's able to overcome and the mental and physical toughness that he possesses and the ability and the way that he uses um, you know, his work ethic to be able to continue to take those things in some directions that make him a really special person and player and I love Odell I'm really happy for him um, I'll root for him except for this weekend and so I've, I've followed him I've loved seeing him shine um, and we're going to try to do our best to really keep their offense and him bottled up but yeah. um, he made a tremendous impact on this place um, as it did on him and, and he sure means a lot to me
0: and they've got uh, uh, on from a Defensive Ram standpoint, they have great balance at, at the running back position, which is a, a unique challenge, is it not? It
1: is. You know, they, they get three backs involved. They obviously have Lamar's ability to be able to be activated as a runner, and they'll mix up some personnel groupings. They've got great great guys on the perimeter that can make plays on quick element throws. But um, I think they do an excellent job. You know, Coach Munkin and Coach Harbaugh. Have done a phenomenal job of being able to add elements to this offense, and then be able to utilize a variety of playmakers that they're not predictable either. Um, and they've and they really are able to stay fresh throughout the course of the game, and um, and all of them bring a little bit something special. When you talk about their three-headed monster with all those backs, yeah. they're playing.
0: You're six and six now, which is better than last year. You've surprised so many people, and I, I'm guessing if you and I were sitting over a beer, or a glass of wine, you'd go, "I don't care." It's yeah. just one game at a time right now, but what is the feeling you're It's December. You're right in the thick of it.
1: It feels good, you know, and and you said it. The way that they've done a great job with our players and our coaches to be able to put themselves in this position is they've reset themselves in the right manner after the bye to be able to attack, you know, the second half of the season in a way that's reflected of what we think we can be. And I think we've gotten healthier. I think we're playing better football. We're playing off of one another. We're doing a better job of being able to respond to adversity that inevitably always comes up in these games. And then we're finishing and we want to continue to see that theme, Um, I think our guys have done a great job throughout the course of the week and I think the beginning parts of the season served us well to establish a grit, um, a personality, a toughness both Mm -hmm. mentally and physically that has served us well um, in the last three games. Now, what a great opportunity they've earned to go play meaningful football in December. Um, let's go embrace that up and let's go shoot our shot and play to the best of our ability. And I like the way that these guys have competed. I like the way we've prepared, and um, you know, I like the chances that we have to be able to go and, and let's go uh, compete with uh, you know some courage and and the way that we're capable of.
0: Yeah, that's my last kind of couple things, Sean. Is you've always used uh, I love the phrase stacking blocks, and you've said that since training camp. Yep well when you stack good strong blocks it seems to be a stronger unit now here in december and you said hey i love this team it really does and i don't want to put words in your mouth but it does feel like this is a a very strong cohesive team that can out off the field that can translate on the field i
1: think it? i think you're right and I felt that way even when we weren't getting the results that we've gotten the last three weeks. That's the best thing I could say is there was a grid established, but there was a connected unit, a connected team that always stayed together, and now they've found a way to use those early season setbacks to, you know, be set ups for comebacks the right way. And there's inevitably gonna be some more challenges, but hey, let's just keep moving in the right direction. As you would say, let's keep stacking blocks. Build the foundation strong, so you're sturdy and you're resilient. Um, and then we just wanna give ourselves a chance to continue to get better, play our best ball into December leading into January. And if that gives us an opportunity to compete uh, you know, after that, then we'll take that as well.
0: So last question, this is kind of along the OBJ line. You'll root for him every week except this week. You went to Miami of Ohio. John Harbaugh is 25 years older than you, also Miami, Ohio. And for people that don't know, that is the cradle of coaches. And and you had your statue put up there uh, this past (laughs) offseason. But when you were there, he was a cradle of coach. What has he done – in the coaching fraternity, for you.
1: Well, I think he represents, you know, a lot of the things that are right about coaching in terms of the leadership, the way that you pour into people, the way that you use your platform to positively influence and affect other people. And um, he's always been great to me. You know, I, I I have so much appreciation for the consistency at which he's led and operated, yeah. especially the longer that I'm fortunate and blessed enough to do this. I mean going, you know, in the midst of your seventh year, he's been doing it a lot longer than me. And you realize it's hard, uh, but man, do you love it when you've got the right perspective and the right principles and values that guide your everyday approach. And he's a great example and a mentor. He's been awesome to me. Um, You know, we're looking forward to, you know, having a great game on Sunday, but I can't say enough about just the example that he sets and the way that he's always kind of extended an arm and and always been there to be able to provide perspective and advice um, with the interactions that we've
0: had. one of the great things about this game. Well, listen, I know you're just trying to go 1-0. Ram fans are saying we're going to win our fourth straight, so we'll go rain in the rain. Let's as do they it, pay. man. You want to check out the video version of these interviews and watch Game Time with Coach McVay Saturday nights at 1145 Pacific on ABC7 Los Angeles and on our streaming channel.